welcome back to another episode of Agni Rising. We're your hosts, Kieran Kaur of Luna Kind and Natasha Rachel of Holistic Herbal Wisdom. Two sisters inspired to come together to share the wisdom of astrology, Ayurveda, self-discovery and cultivating connection with the self. Today's episode is all about the upcoming new moon which is taking place on the 8th of October which is this Sunday and depending on what time zone you're in it will be different times but in the UK which is summertime it's going to be about 2.50pm in the afternoon. So Tasha how are you feeling about this new moon that's coming up? Um, well I've had a bit of a very productive couple of maybe last two weeks very busy with kind of putting out content and studying and I think it's probably time to take a bit of a rest and I think it's a good a good indication with a new moon to kind of slow down and Mm. and eat less and and maybe sleep earlier um have you been feeling tired yeah generally I think I've been a bit exhausted in the times in which I have slowed down I've noticed um it's hard to start back up again you know that makes sense because this sun, um, sorry, this new moon, which will be conjunct sun, obviously, and Mercury is actually sitting um, in the sign of Cancer. So it's mm. quite, as we know about the sign Cancer, it's very emotional. So with Mercury, the, the, the way we express ourselves very comes from the emotion-based and heart-based. And then we've got the sun, which is our ego-identifier planet there, and the moon. Mm. And what kind of puts pressure on these planets is that opposite, directly opposite, is Saturn and Uranus. So you can imagine that it's quite heavy energy. You know, Saturn, when it's opposite, the moon and the sun can affect our mental health, our ego, our identity. It can put a lot of pressure. So you could be feeling quite low, exhausted, not so much yourself, bit of lack of confidence. And with Saturn aspecting Mercury as well in that opposite um, formation, what happens is that it affects our speech. Saturn Mm. is a planet of, uh, it's a serious planet. It's a dependable, patient planet. So the way we kind of speak is more serious. It's very meticulous. So there's a lot of energy going around everywhere here as well. So would you say it's a lot of heavy energy or are we moving into lightness? How is that period going to kind of flow out for people and and maybe the world? Well, yeah, there's this transition because very soon uh, most of the planets, Saturn, sorry, not Saturn, the Sun, Mercury, um, will be moving into the sign of Leo. And that's very different energy, very energetic, confident, you know, very regal, um, very like in your face, kind of upbeat energy. It's exciting. So there is going to be this trans transition coming soon. Currently, we have Mars and Venus in there, which is very exciting. So depending if anybody wants to look as astrologically um, Venus and Mars are currently sitting in the sign of Leo so if you look at your birth chart and you can see where Leo sits that is the house of your activation because Mars that planet of action aggression passion excitement is being enlivened because it loves it's it feels quite at home in the sign of Leo which is ruled by the sun and Mars and the sun are friendly planets so if you look at that in your birth chart and see where Leo is you can kind of put your more energy into those things for example if this is taking place in your fifth house it's a really good time for you to be creative perhaps any creative hobbies you have you might want to um you know use them for for your profession fifth house is also the house of fun so doing things that make you feel good so you can really direct that kind of energy there i think it's interesting you talk about leo as well because it's like we're going to be that's a fire sign and we're going to be in Mm. the peak of pitta and fire energy 
in in those coming weeks as well like middle yeah. august uh so we expect um more socialization mm. more kind of maybe now that things are opening up and uh, meeting people going to different places um and with that being the peak of of pitta and and kind of activation season you may take advantage of this kind of royal energy of this kind of showing off um maybe you're excited to try new things maybe you decide to take up new hobbies yeah maybe you decide to i travel if you're if you're able to travel right now but it's kind of more adventurous so you might find yourself doing more physical activity it's like a yeah and it's like an uh, a chance to explore yourself and really get to know yourself because i know these last few months you know have really been affecting a lot of people people have been feeling very stagnant you know um is dealing with a lot of things at the moment so i think that kind of exciting new energy is really feeling being welcomed at the moment and just a quick side note that i forgot to mention so i'm a vedic astrologer so the planets and positions i'm talking about are based on um, vedic astrology so going into back to this new moon so this is taking place in ca- the sign cancer and it is in the nakshatra of ashlisha so nakshatra is a lunar mansion. So this, by identifying what nakshatra this new moon is taking place in, it really helps us to identify the energy that is in this space. What kind of things to expect, what kind of energy to hone in on, you know, what we're going to be working on. And Ashlisha is a very interesting um, nakshatra to say the least. So it's known as the clinging star. So if you were to look, if anybody's got any kind of like astrology or sky apps or anything like that, you can see the constellations in the sky. And um, part of Ashlisha actually forms the constellation of Hydra. So if you can pull that up on an app, you can see that there, which is the female serpent. And so um, Ashlisha Nakshatra is very much represented by um, a snake's serpent energy, the snake god. And the symbol is a coiled serpent. And what's interesting here is that this nakshatra is ruled by the sign Mercury, mm. which is actually going to be taking place in this new moon cycle. Um, and so just a bit more information about it. So this um, ashlisha and that cord serpent energy might actually jog kind of like an image in your mind because it actually represents kundalini, which starts at the base of our spine. So ashlisha is that kundalini activation, that activation of kind of spiritual power the occult um you know activation of kundalini so this is something that you could be working on during this time it'll be like the peak energy of that probably a good way to maybe work on shifting if you were working on rising up your chakras in terms of i guess the the serpent kundalini energy rising you may be working through clearing things like yeah if you're at the root mostly we find that our root is nurtured during the winter right so we're going to move up and up through throughout the as the the, um seasons warm up a little bit Mm. so perhaps you know you're working on some of that third eye activation some of that throat um chakra activation by socializing speaking more maybe trying new projects um so it all kind of links in terms of of the serpent but kieran so when you what else does the serpent relate to like in terms of symbolism in terms of philosophy how can it relate to how people's emotions are feeling at this time well that's really interesting you said that because if you think about the essence of a snake and what they can do what's like the first thing that comes into your mind i guess biting 
Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. That's perfect. So it's uh, poison and venom. It's really interesting. This nakshatra is very. I mean, it gets a bad rep sometimes. Like when people find out who's born in a shlisha, they kind of put like kind of stereotypes to what that means like i gave you the name the clinging star mm. so you can kind of imagine and make kind of you know references to, to as what that person's going to be like <laughs> especially if they've got personal planets like sun moon mercury and those in those nakshatras but yeah the poison and the venomous um part is very interesting because this is very much in the kshatra of poison and venom, but at the same time, it's also the sign of using plants and medicine for healing. So it's got mm. that double side. If you think about snakes, quite often, I don't know if this is 100% correct, but I believe with some, sometimes the bite is also the cure. Yeah, with some venom. venom is very powerful. But if you think about like a lot of old images of medicine, they use the snake, yeah. right? So it definitely is... Um, it's one of those things. It's it's, du- it's got a duality, but it's also not what it seems. Mm. I think snakes are often seemed as something to be feared, but actually, like any animal or they're very us, spiritual. Yeah, we're protecting ourselves, right? So it's there, therefore, self protection. They but don't it, have limbs like we have to kind of. But I think attack. it's interesting that you said it, there is duality, though, because for me, this it's it's not it's not du- There's no duality mm. because, like I said. It's about poison and venom and uh, medicines that can be toxic and that can hurt us. But on the other side, it's a sign of healing and finding those plants and medicines that can support us, Mm. right? And in terms of this new moon, the way we can link this in is kind of like, where is there kind of that poisoning happening in your life? Mm-hmm. Is there some parts where you're kind of do, doing some self-sabotage here? Mm-hmm. Like really, it's a time to dig deep. This is a nakshatra of change and transformation, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of what we, um, what what I associate um, snakes to as well. Yeah. And so it's almost like, it can be quite a difficult time like in general ashlisha people so people with prominent planets in ashlisha in the birth chart they're very magnetic because if you think mm. about the idea if you look at a snake yeah. those beautiful eyes mm-hmm. charming you get that kind of image imagery right that sexual image imagery ability to hypnotize the control mm. um so it's quite interesting in that sense it's a very nakshatra that kind of wants to get into the nitty-gritty like if you have any like occult practices or you're an astrologer or you know you practice divination or you're very into psychoanalysis Mm -hmm. it's all kind of about digging deep there and this nakshatra really is about uh, transformation and a metamorphosis and if we think about the snake shedding the skin all the imagery is really there in itself Mm. so this is this opportunity now for you to really work on the stuff you want to heal and with this nakshatra because it is kind of difficult the stuff we go through it might be a bit painful it might be the stuff that you've kind of like don't really want to work on that you've been avoiding like maybe some shadow work here because the power so the shakti of this nakshatra is the ability to poison but it's also the ability to heal and so that's how you get the two things at the same time i really like the shedding of the skin i think that's like transformation and it's very physical kind of resemblance i think A lot of us feel sometimes we want to make subtle changes, which eventually will kind of embody like whole changes in the self, the way you hold yourself, Mm. moving into the Leo kind of flashy energy. But the importance is to work on the shedding and then can come whatever shines afterwards. And that, I think, is the importance of the snake and the serpent in this in this period. Yeah, I think as well, the best thing that everybody can do is really go inwards 
So if you have any spiritual practices like meditating, it's a really good time to do that. Really set out that time aside to what do you want to work on? What has been coming up for you for a while that you kind of keep pushing down? You know, the mm. stuff you're like, I don't want to deal with this yet or yeah. it's not time. It is the time now because it's almost like Ashlish and the Kshatra forces it up. So, so like the moon brings in the tide, right? So exactly. up the, the water represents emotions. When the tide comes in, the moon becomes bigger and you're kind of faced with this mirror mm. of having to deal with stuff. So Kieran, what do you do for like new moon rituals and practices? Well, um, usually, so I hold a new moon circle and a full moon circle every two weeks and we get together and I do yoga nidra, we go into um, deep meditation, I do tarot for the collective. Um, there's lots of things that go on, but this um, week it's not happening, so it'll be back on um, for the next full moon. But really, I would take this time to um, focus, like I said beforehand. So write down all the things that you want to work on. Like really sit there and focus on those things that you've been saying no to to dealing with, because Ashlisha will force you force you through it anyway. Mm. So work with it right and give yourself the time to meditate like set your space however whatever is calling to you like I I try not to give like my personal opinion and tips because I feel like what's natural within us in the way we want to practice and set the space Mm. is very important then if someone tells you something and it's your first time you almost stick to okay that's the way yeah and I'm I really have an importance with intuitive practices in that sense so yeah Um, But what's really interesting with that is this, like I mentioned, this new moon is taking place close, um, closely, well, not closely conjunct, but near with Mercury and Cancer as well. Mm -hmm. And if you think about the planet moon, that represents your mind. Yeah. yeah. um, And planet Mercury also represents your mind, like the analytical and logical. So you could be feeling a bit jittery on all over the place at the moment, you know. And when Ashlisha is in charge of the communicator, well, I told you about, you know, the ability to hypnotize control and like, you know, pull and push people's strings sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that can come out in your speech. It could be a bit mm. erratic. You might be acting a bit like you don't know, what, like your usual self kind of thing. But what's interesting is that Mercury is going to be on the last degrees of cancer for this full moon. And okay. then it's going to go straight into Leo. Uh-huh. So that is the point which we call Gandanta. It's when the planet is in the last um, few degrees of um, a water sign. It's a karmic knot. So how does that work? Because they're both very different planetary energies, right? Cancer to Leo is almost like a 180 or 360 Mm. degree flip of kind of feelings or embodiment. How, How does one feel in that kind of like time? Well, I was saying it's like a karmic knot. Mm -hmm. So it can bring us in this uncomfortable place where we feel, like I mentioned earlier, like all the things that we've been pushing down kind of falls to the top and it's like overflowing in our plate. Mm -hmm. And if it's the Mm -hmm. planet of communication, it's going to come out through our words, the way we act out. And also mentally, we could be feeling all over the place. So I'd really recommend during this time to do a grounding practice, like really rooting, connecting to your root chakra before you do any kind of other practice going forward yeah um, and if you're able to do some yoga nidra so you are relaxing like you need the time to heal to be able to deal with things that are pushing you to the surface right yeah. it's hard if you're feeling exhausted and not mentally ready to deal with the difficult stuff mm-hmm. you need to set the space for your body to have that kind of relaxation and rejuvenation which really connects to this idea of healing and poison at the same time I think that's also the purpose of this guidance. It's to like 
make you aware of what may happen so that you can deal with it better you know Mm. if you weren't aware of what was going on you may have things happen in your life and you may react in a way that's not like yourself yeah so in some ways if you're able to have an idea of how the planets are affecting your speech your 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 um the way you perceive others the way you perceive what's happening to you in life you can be a bit more prepared with how you process that emotion and how you outwardly display it right and that's such a great value of astrology in in Mm. one's life and how to how to kind of um would you say uh like take it on board or yeah utilize i think what also is interesting here that i just want to bring it back to is what i said about this activation of kundalini of um spiritual energy so you know there's like different ways this nakshatra plays out and what you can really tap into this energy mm-hmm. so for those who are really into like ritual based practices ceremony um kind of like occult whatever your chosen path is this is a really good time to go deep into this practice mm. practices so you know on the time of the of the new moon really to have that space ready for you to go deep into meditation or the ritual you have planned because this is a highly potent time to tap into those um to tap into those energies for you to get a higher access so what is the what's the importance or significance of the time why is that like because, what happens then? Because those are the the time that we have for the new moon is the degree is the time the the sun and moon are in the same degrees to give the new moon. So is it like an amplified energy? Yeah. At that point. Okay. Yeah. Because then after you go, I mean, you could obviously you can still do it within that time, but it's you know the exact yeah. moment, right? And mm. the energies. And like I said, um, later on in the evening, if you're in the UK, Mercury will move into um, Leah. Mm-hmm. So if your practice is a bit later when that mm. happens, there's also going to be a difference. Yeah. There. But obviously, you know, everybody's welcome to. No one can really always have the time ready and be. Yeah, there's no available. right or wrong with any of this. Yeah, like, yeah. I think one of the main messages is to know that the moon relates to your intuition mm. and do what you're guided to do. Trust yourself. If your body decides it wants to dance some kind of energy away, if you want to burn something, if you want to go to sleep early and have a good night's rest, maybe don't necessarily feel there's one way to utilize this energy whatever you you decide to do is how you're going to make Mm. sure that you are supported by what's happening with the moon yeah and personally for me it depends on obviously everyone's practices but mantra is very powerful during new moons and full moons so you know using a mantra that you feel comfortable with and really just use this as that time for you to um focus on the changes you want to make like this is the time for your metamorphosis you're going to step into this leo season soon and you know set the space for what you want to create and how you want things to unfold for yourself so what we've been talking about today is based upon how the new moon will affect everyone generally Yes, so to find out how, you know, the new moon would affect you personally or the current planetary transits or if you want to get to know your birth chart, um, you can book in with me for a one-to-one astrological reading. You can do that and find all the information for readings at my website, lunakind.com. Thank you for joining us for this new moon episode and we look forward to seeing you at the next one.